Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Trip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. The first period starts right now. race going to the ring with holy crap welcome folks my sticks and super kicks podcast are we listening to the soundtrack to boogie nights <laughs> apparently i don't know boogie nights great movie it's been on tv I... philip seymour hoffman one of his best roles Just I... welcome to high sticks and super kicks <laughs> folks it's been a long summer and apparently good lord and, and and rest in peace, Harley Race. Start the clock. Yeah. <laughs> Tick tock. Hi, right, Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. You're home for the perfect. Oh. Is Superstar King- Billy Graham still alive? I don't think so. Kingly. We'll call it Kingly because, you know, it was King Harley Race. Jerry Lawler's probably pissed about that. Uh, God damn. So many same terms for 20 million wrestlers. God damn death. <laughs> That's the other one. I stick superkickspodcast. Your pals, Robin, Dave. Hello, welcome. We, we've we've taken a taken a re- vacation from the cottage in the wine. <laughs> you had the margarita, Bob. <laughs> oh, he's taken that way too far, and I still like it. So it's been. Oh, a- I mean, you pay me millions of dollars to talk about hockey for five months, six nine months. months of the year. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a solid three months off to and pound wine and margaritas and just sit at a lake and go ah, every stinking day yeah that's that, that that is how it is did you miss us i mean how much stuff has gone on in a month in hockey the the that or wrestling or sure in life yeah oh uh, well hockey like these these are the slow days i mean it hasn't been there's been more action. There's usually like a story a week this summer. It's been, and a- it's usually involving us. The devil's not us, me and you. Yes. Well, Tyler, if it was us, uh-huh. those downloads going up, yeah. But like, it took a month to basically put together <laughs> a prep sheet. Yeah, this has been <laughs> so ongoing, and I'm sure I'm going to leave stuff out. So, but but hey, it's it is what it is. Uh, hockey is still in its hiatus. For the for the summer, yeah, it's it's it, down. It's way down. 
<laughs> like wait till we get other, to the news like section of on, on the other side there's like a month from today is like training camp yeah pre-training cramp camp right cramps yeah cramps I'm sure oh, there's you, gonna, you passed general your muscle general muscle soreness. Yeah, for who like Hall and Palmieri and Green and Zajac. No, see, like all the, <laughs> it's different now because when I think back to like when I was a kid, training camp was like all of September to like the last week of September, and then it was like the four training camp games, and then the season started. Right now, it's like camp starts on Monday, and by Wednesday <laughs> there's a preseason game. Yeah. Well, it's a now it's a twenty four by seven sport. Yeah, kids definitely. I mean, players and kids come in like the summer. They take probably like, if you're knocked out at like, I would imagine that the Devils not being in the playoffs, a lot of those guys probably took most of April and May off vacation. Let your body heal. Once the stand like if if I were a professional player, once the Stanley Cup playoffs are done Mm -hmm. that's when i would start my training so you're figuring like mid-june late june you have june july august you're you're doing at least some sort of running lightweight training and then what probably right about now is when you would kick up your ice like skating and and playing pickup games and whatnot it's a it's a fun time for two reasons hockey is starting soon You've mentioned here in the thing. We'll talk about it later. Wrestling is kind of on an uptick. It's getting a little Slowly, bit more like entertaining. Slowly, like tick on a clock, like like yeah. turn on the fan, that kind of tick. And 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 to sidestep hockey, the devils. The amount of news that we have, yeah, is is and promising. It's, it's promising, and um, it's nice that the rest the league is taking notice because yeah. we went from one game on national TV the last three years. To now we're we're gonna have four games this year, two in the first month alone. Like right off the bat, too. Yeah, it's so that, the that, first. That's pretty cool. What do you attribute that to? Um, you brought up a good point in text. Um, the fact that we had the number one pick is a thing. Um, the other part, because my counterpoint to that would be, why didn't that happen when we got Nico? Not an American kid. Okay, there's there's my answer. Second part of it is we just didn't get the number one pick. You added PK Subban under the radar within days of the draft, and one of those games is against Nashville. So Here. it's probably <laughs> a rivalry a, game, a coming home game. <sighs> yeah, what PK Subban versus question mark? One's against the Rangers, which makes sense. Yes, because one, one and two. That's the yeah the Nico versus Kapu, not Nico. Uh, yeah, Hughes. Hughes versus Coppa thing, which is fine. And you know what? Put it early in the season when essentially, right? I'll say it this way, and you can yell. Anybody can yell if you want. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter in October, right? Your two teams that are running off of, um, you know, running off of rebuilds, right? So you're not you're not in that flow yet. You look. We started off what four and zero. We Last won the Sweden yeah. game, and then we went 3-0 at home You know, when we came I back. Yeah. I don't think we won four games in a row the rest of the season. Right. So having, let's see, that fifth game of the year where it's a Wednesday night rivalry game against the Rangers, it's not going to matter. It's just going to be a selling point saying, hey, look, the number one and number two picker playing for the first time. We're going to show it to you nationally. Great. Is fine. that game in the garden or with us? I don't know. <sighs> uh, I, don't, I got my email from Ticketmaster today. 
my devil presale. Oh yeah, it is. It's the eighth. Oh, the eighth is tomorrow. Yeah, look, see. Oh, I know. I'm gonna be so worried about tickets getting there. (laughs) So worried. Yeah, but the other exciting thing too is side projects. We'll get about that later. Yeah. Today's a twofer, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, so. By the by, by the way, as a as a side note and stuff, I know you have some um, personal. people that you've you've woken up to this show have you converted them to the other one uh not yet not yet <laughs> not are you afraid no no okay. not afraid just <laughs> you're waiting you're waiting for the right time yeah i'm waiting to feel even more comfortable <laughs> all right let's get back to some hockey so we'll, we'll dust, go through some devil's news dust the cobwebs off of our uh podcast here crease to crease um some of these signings, okay. Other signings, I, I don't get. Yeah, yeah, I don't get. Like, but it, Connor it, Carrick makes sense. He's a, um, he's a depth guy. He's a righty defenseman, which is rare to find. Um, two years, three million. All right, so he's not making that much. He's going to be our seventh defenseman. Then we signed Micro Macro, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, Mueller. I don't know. I think this was more of a, this is your last chance. But even then, he's going to be our eighth defenseman. Two, four, six, seven, eight. Because yeah. right now our defense, and I'm, I'm not putting them in any sort of order. I'm just putting them in where I would pair them up if mm. possible. You're going to have Sammy Votnin and PK. Yeah. You're going to have Severson and Butcher. Mm. I wouldn't play them together. You're going to have... Green and Smith, and then you're going to have Mueller and Carrick. That's saying that we don't have another rookie that comes along and forces their way into our lineup. Or, Those are or, 8D. Or a, a, a free agent signing, just saying. Right. So it's the option, but. Right. We, I know everybody want, is trying to blow Gardner's. Gardner, but. We would have to get rid of like Vatnin. That's yeah, yeah. You would essentially have to get rid of Sammy Vatnin or Severson or Butcher, who signed a what three year? I three something three million your, something. What was your reaction? And by reaction, not like oh crap, we signed him. But like, what's your reaction? Did you think he deserved or should have gotten more years in term, or do you think this is the right deal at no. the right time? No, I, I think this was the right deal. I think he got three times three, like like three point blah 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 right. for th- over times three years. I think this was fine because let's say you get Smith becomes a powerhouse. Butcher gets dropped down now to five, six defensemen. Let's say, who's the other one? Riley Walsh comes out of Harvard next year. And now he pushes himself into the lineup. Now you're pushing Butcher into, you know, more of a five, six, because you're going to have PK offensive. Walsh is offensive. Let's say Smith is off offensive. Severson's offensive. Where's Butcher fitting? You're not going to have six defensemen that are all super offensive. So it's a movable contract. It also gives us security to let somebody like Smith or uh, Riley, whatever his name is in Harvard, actually grow grow and build. 
Um, but I, I'm fine with it. I thought, I mean, when people were like, oh, he should get, I reading on the message boards, like, he should get like four and a half million. I'm like, are you people fucking high? He doesn't play all situations. He doesn't play on a penalty kill. He doesn't play. He, he had a very sheltered rookie year. And yeah, last year he had an even more sheltered year. He doesn't do defensive zone draws. He's not a 4.5. I, I, and I think I was kind of on the... I was expecting them that he would get more. And, and yeah. I don't know if that's just me going on because my brain had, had him hyped. I don't know. Maybe. But look, the fact that we re-signed him, that's fine. I, I was happy that he got re-signed. Because I don't want to turn have this turned into some kind of Mitch Marner situation where you're waiting and waiting and waiting. Somebody's just going to pluck him and they go, oh, well. You know what I mean? Right, and, but and see, that's what I feel is in three years from now, if he were to get plucked, as you said, mm-hmm. by another team, I unless he put starts putting up like 50 points, I wouldn't feel bad if you went like, oh, man, we lost Butcher. Because I would look at it and go, well, we drafted a bunch of defensemen this year. Right. We've got a bunch of guys in the pipeline. All right, like Andy Green's going to be gone after this year. Riley Walsh, but yeah, yeah. So we're 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 putting in pieces, mm-hmm. and we're also leaving space for potential free agents. Not Good. this summer, but, but next. next summer. Because I think now we have about like eight or nine mil left, right? And, and then there's only one one free agent left, and that's Pavel Zaka. And I seriously don't think that they're going to give Pavel Zaka a one year nine million dollar deal. No, no, I don't either. But even if they gave him. If if I'm Pavel Zaka, I for t- a one year. I take a no. I take a two year, two and a half million. Okay. Maybe he makes like three and a half million this year, and then chump change. You know, a one year. and a half in his second year, which is if you suck, we can trade you because your real cash is only one and a half million, even though your cap hit may be two point five. Yeah. That still leaves, what? Five. Like five million dollars? Five to six mil. So then you turn to Taylor Hall and you go, you're making six now. Your contract comes off the book. So we'll have the six million that you just made and we'll give you the four or three and a half, which still leaves us with a million and a half to kind of juggle plus whatever Andy Green makes comes off the book. So, I mean, we're in a great position cap space wise yes in the future because even after andy green comes off the books we get his money and then you you sign taylor hall and nico to these bigger contracts well a year from that so two years from now travis ajax comes off the books Corey comes off the books too oh well, Corey, i could see them resigning i mean it's not like he's that old he's what 29 mm-hmm. um let's see uh, huh. Talking about the, and I know this was like a month ago, but the <laughs> development camp, I actually did watch online because I had nothing to do that day. Uh, the the game, the red-white game, there, there were some standouts. Uh, Doug Waite's son was very good. He was there, I believe he was there on just a kind of like a PTO. Yeah, I think because I think he's, no, somebody signed someone. Like he was, in, he was a... Uh, a, a dev camp kid for us 
but ended up like signing somewhere else. Yeah, after good for it, so. Well, uh, Papaginov, is that his name? Nikita Papaginov? I yeah. call him Papa New Guinea. Papa New Guinea. He is a big boy. <laughs> we dro- we've drafted a few Huskies. And th- he had some issues. He played in his junior team. He got sent down. He went to Russia to play in the KHL. He didn't play in the KHL's top league. He played in their minor league. Didn't like that. Left. Came to p- sign for Binghamton. Played relatively well for Binghamton. He's a big boy. Like on skates, he's close to probably six, 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 seven. Good lord. He's he he's had like a Brian real Bo- Brian Boyle territory. Yeah, he had a he had a nice goal. For he's got big hands and you know big shot and for a guy that big with speed, he moved pretty well. Ty Smith is he looked like a man with playing against boys there. You well, could, they, well, they they said that. Yeah, I read an article really recently. That it was some guy either from Toronto or something like that, or a defenseman, an alternate from like Toronto or something like that, that he's he boards with during the summer. Oh, uh, they Brandon work, Gallagher. Yeah, and they from, work out and they do everything else and and just to hear that, right? You're 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 boarding with an NHL caliber alternate captain, right? Who's not on your team, which is whatever. That's just straight up like hockey sense, right? Last year, you almost made the ball club. You or, well, you did. I mean, other, but if we, I have a feeling that if we didn't go to Sweden and Switzerland, he would have had his nine games. He would have played because I don't think they wanted to bring him all the way there for him not to play to bring him back to say you're going home. Probably, but the fact that you just you almost made the team yep. the season before to to room boarding with with an NHL caliber alternate captain. To this year, for what you saw of, of uh, men playing with boys, he looked calm, like he wasn't one of those like get the puck off of my stick. He was very, very. He looked very wise for a kid that's nineteen years old. And I read a thing uh, on the Hockey News, and it was the top one hundred or top fifty prospects Man. for this season. Hughes was number one. Yep, and Ty Smith was 19. We only had two guys on the list, and I want to say the Rangers had three or four. Yeah, they're pretty. From the last two drafts, they're pretty. Yeah, they're, they're pretty. It, it, it's good for hockey. It's good because when the Rangers are good and the Devils are good, and now we really haven't had a rivalry between each other. I mean, you could bring up Avery and Brodeur. We really haven't had a we're good, we're good, duke it out fight since 94. Because yeah, after 94, the Rangers kind of took a little bit of a tail. Yeah, they beat us in 97 and whatnot. But throughout the, the late 90s into the mid-2000, we destroyed them. So you don't count 2012 as anything? No, that was just a kind of one-off. Just the series, and I mean, you know, considering like, it was for conf- for the conference finals. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was it was a great it was great, but right. when you look at that '94 series, that was the high point for hockey because you had Messier and the Rangers and Richter and Leach and the Devils and Stevens and Brodeur, and it was just a constant battle. The Rangers beat us all seven games, I think, in the regular season, and it was like just it was a constant brawl. And we haven't had that with the Rangers. We haven't really had that with any team. 
And now that you have Hughes and Kapu, it's it's starting a feud. It's kind of like to tie it into wrestling. It's when you have, you know, your AJ Styles and your Nakamura. They're both super skilled wrestlers. And they're you're excited to see it, not because these guys are going to beat the shit out of each other, but because of you know that this kind of match is going to be a lot of spots where you're going to say, holy shit. And it's funny that all of this stuff happened literally moments after the Rangers picked him as a second pick in a draft. The shit talking started. Yeah. And it was just like, is, oh, this, is this regular season? Like, it's like, it, it was like regular season form of trash talking. I'd be willing to bet that it started as soon as the lottery ball came up and it was the Devils <laughs> and the Rangers. Rangers were number two. And it was, well, I don't care. I just hope the Devils don't fuck this up by taking Kapu. True. Yeah. So I'll take it back that even that further. So that's when it. Uh, the other guy that kind of stood out. I mean, obviously Hughes stood out. He, I mean, he's so quick. My only kind of critique. reservation or critique is I don't think he has a shot, an NHL ready shot yet. Meaning now was if I'm playing defense against him. I know he's going to make the pass or he's going to try to get to the hash marks before he shoots. He's not going to shoot from the top of the circles out where you're going to be like, he might score from there. From the clips that I saw, I don't know. Was he going like half speed? Was he not going like, was he, not to say that he was lollygagging, but was he lollygagging during, during these games? No, I think he was showboating a little. I think it was a full crowd. Every time he touched the puck, yeah, it the crowd, was, yeah. oh. Maybe you we, know. Should, we should have went to that game. Anyway. No, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. What, am I going to bring my camcorder and upload? Yeah. We're not that serious about it. No, we should just went for the I just like of- shit talking. Okay. <laughs> um, the other big news that I know you're super excited about. It's been, it's been the only news that everyone... On every fan of this team has been fucking talking about since Hughes got drafted. Not this guy. Ninety nine point nine percent of the. <laughs> Can I just say it? Uh, let me be probably the last to say it before the season starts, folks. The goose is loose. Oh yeah. And I'm sorry. The 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 marketing team, the social media team for the Devils with with their shitty Photoshop. I'm sorry. That that goose thing. That was. Terrible. Why wouldn't you do? The original Willy Wonka, where she, where I, I believe it's Veruca, goes. I want the golden goose, and and then, and there's and there he is. Look, am am I happy that we have another top six forward? Sure. Yes. And I, and that top six is see, based on potential. Potential. There you go. Okay. But they say from everything that I've read, right, when he was. First, he was drafted by the the Lightning, right? And then he got traded to Vegas. He was in a couple of camps with Vegas and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Vegas, yeah. he the, Vegas brought him over last year. They wanted him to play in the playoffs. He could. They couldn't agree. With the KHL team? Uh, no, the, on a contract. Oh, okay. And that's where this basically led to. Okay. So... From things that I've read that he's mentioned, I think there was an there was an interview that was done with him through like Russian papers or whatever. It was strictly in Russian, so converted. Obviously, your, your Russian to English is 
pretty chopped up. But he basically said that he felt that the time when he was here playing with NHL guys on a smaller rink and everything else, he himself said that, you know what, I can do this. Like, I can play. Oh, it's well, not- what's he going to say? I don't think I can do it. <laughs> here, take the $4.5 million back. I'm sorry. <sighs> Jerk off. <laughs> but when you have a guy, well, he's bringing confidence with him. Yeah, so did Damian Bruner. So did Ilya Pikachu or whatever the hell his name was when he P- came. Pikachu. <laughs> when Pikachu. we when we got him our, over from Europe. Our biggest free agent signing of that offseason, Pikachu. Yeah. Or Igor Yakolov that we drafted that we brought up last he, year. He he was a four-way player. He played yeah. defenseman and wing. But like I get it. He's the the, the biggest point goal, scorer point in scorer in KHL history. That's great. Like I'm, I'm excited. But in my opinion, that is a little more than being the best player in college hockey, because Brandon Yip, who was an NHLer, barely. Okay, never heard of the N- name. But- Nigel Dawes, who was a Rangers guy, went to Calgary and all this. Like all of these players that were NHL players that went, and they're like leading scorers, but they were shitty. In the NHL. Like, that's my fear. Like, is this guy going to be Panarin? If he's Panarin, fine. We made, we we stole, I will, I will eat my flip-flop. But on the other side, is he going to be a guy that comes over from Russia and just can't cut it? Eats cheeseburgers and ribs. Right, right. My fear is, and, and joking, half-joking, did he talk to Kovalchuk at all about New Jersey or anything? They were, I, weren't they teammates? They yeah, both played on the same team. But I just hope he didn't. But anyway. Yeah, but like, even if, if Kovalchuk's a man, he, ooh, could, ooh. he could easily say, like, my time in New Jersey is not the same as it is now. There's different owners. There's a yep. different GM. There's... Yep. And, and, let's just throw this out there, right? Kovalchuk was so hell-bent on getting back to the NHL to go to the playoffs and everything else, and he sat with the Kings, and look what happened. Now, do you think at any point, maybe for a split second, he's having almost remorse by saying, maybe I should have talked to Ray Shiro. Maybe. No, I don't think, I, I don't even think that could have been an option from a optic standpoint of Devil fans. You try to bring Kovalchuk back the minute he fucks up. That crowd's going to be on top of him. Like ECW style throwing chairs in the ring on top of him. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But now, here's my situation. Crazy. I added it just now. Yeah, no, I saw that. With, with Gusev or whatever the hell his name is. The Goose. The Goose, yeah. Goose from Top Gun. Didn't turn out too well for him either. Yeah, that was another thing that was all over the place. Where like a whole bunch of like Top Gun memes, and I'm Didn't like, "Did Goose die?" Yeah, no, I don't think he died. But I don't think. It, yeah, he died. That was fucking Anthony Hall's character, right? Yeah, where he was the back pilot for, and he went to eject, and he hit his head, and he drowned. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen a movie from 1986, <laughs> he won't be in the sequel. <laughs> but now you add. The goose. So your <laughs> first line is probably going to be Hall, Heischer, Palmieri. Your second line is now going to be Gusev, 
Hughes. Hughes, and I would say probably Brett. Then you're going to have your third line of Coleman. Zajac. Zajac and Simmons. And I think Simmons and Brett probably switching line. Because you say Wayne Simmons, big guy, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or even Zaka. You move Zaka to wing because then your fourth line is going to be Wood. Wood, maybe, question mark. Which we'll try to talk about in a minute. Right. You you have Wood. You have Boquist. Potentially. And now either Simmons or Coleman. You know, like, you're pushed. They definitely just pushed Joey Anderson back to Binghamton. Sure. Okay. Now, with Miles Wood there, we're paying him, what is it, like $2.5 million Times four times now three to be on our fourth line. Are we going to pay Wayne Simmons $5 million to be now? I've read some people say, put Simmons on the second line and move Brett down, which means you're moving Coleman down to put Simmons on with Hughes. So he could protect Hughes, See, which that, I'm fine with. See, it's a, it's a tough scenario to think about because that Zaka Coleman wood line was fairly good last season like there was chemistry there because you always talk about chemistry at least two people on the line need to have that chemistry they always talk about i didn't i i like that wood um zajac coleman line like i liked it all right so you move that down the fourth line oh, okay and then you move boquist up and it's boquist brat and yeah who who's your who's your who's your center zaka so, yeah I mean, now now you put Zaka in a in a, in a winger center position. As long as you resign him, you put him in a, in an optic where he's almost like a, a Yakolev, where he's playing two different positions. No, but he can play because he came up as a rookie as a wing, and he's a he is a good penalty killer, Zaka. I will give him that. I mean, his offense isn't there yet. I mean, I remember in preseason he looked nasty. He was awesome, and then the regular season came and he went like twenty five games before he scored a goal. I think, it, it, and it's not a negative to say, but we've put ourselves in a good, bad position. Yeah. I, I, I want Bokwas to make the team because I think it'd be a waste to send him back to Sweden. But for Bokwas, for that type of talent, I, it, top six is now probably out of question. It's got to be... Top nine. He's, top nine. It has to. You right. can't put. You can't put a kid. Give him, you know, eight minutes a game for the 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 hype he has. You can't put him fourth line. You can't. And that's where my Miles Wood comes in. Is he expendable? Which an article came up. I think on what pitchforks. Yeah. And, uh, and I read that, and it, it made sense. And that you're paying a guy two point five million to be a third slash fourth liner, and that's not even taking into consideration guys like Brett Sinney and who was the other one that played center. Rooney, Rooney, you know, where those guys are now pushing somebody. So, like, let's say Boquist plays center. Well, now you're pushing Zaka to the left wing, which is one less left wing spot. Right. After Hall, the goose, now you're moving Zaka there, and now your wood is on the fourth line. He's not going to get any power play time. And we can be honest, right? Three quarters of Wood's season last year blew nuts. Oh he, yeah, he signed. He he held out. He signed a, a a big deal, right? And then he 
three quarters of the year, it was like, all right, now he's trying to catch up. It, that's not a good first year. He needs to come out firing. Oh, I mean, that's one thing. He, he, he is by far the devil's fastest player. Yeah. By far. Like, not even close to anybody in a straight line. He is by far. But, and you sitting next to me for multiple games, he might be the dumbest yeah, it, it, he's like, the equivalent to the dumb blonde. Like, wow, she's really pretty, and then you try to have a conversation with her, and it's like, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> where you do the magic trick, where it's like, look, two fingers, and you slap them together. Four. Whoa, that's amazing! Like, that's the equivalent to Miles Wood <laughs> for another show. But is that how you pick up chicks? No. I, <laughs> I respect them for their minds. <laughs> But it's just grew. like like you said, it's it's a nice problem to problem have. to have. But if I'm Miles Wood, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking around, going, "Where am I going?" And 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 that should and for what? And it shouldn't be it because you look at Miles Wood, you look at his personality, you have a good idea that he's going to go up to to uh, you know coach and go, "What's my role?" Like that. Like because he's wondering, but it's gonna come out wrong. Where it's gonna be like doghouse with you, boy. Like go. See, if I'm Hines, I turn around and I go to Miles Wood, and I say your role on this line, whether you're with Zajac or you're with Zaka, is your lot is an energy line. I want you to go in there. I want you to bang bodies. I want you to keep the puck deep in their zone, grind them down, and any chance you get. You put that puck on net. You put that puck on net. You're going to go to the net. You're going to be bulldogs. You're going to make noise. I want you to bang the fucking drum all the way around the rink. Be Wayne Simmons too. Right. I want you to watch Wayne Simmons, how Wayne Simmons practices and plays, and you can do that because they're similarly built. And and honestly, for Miles Wood, win back that Miles Wood from like two years ago that got you this contract. The Miles Wood that was shooting 11%, and last year I think he shot like 6%. I mean, but this guy puts pucks on fucking net. That's all he does. Mm-hmm. Another another good problem to have. Yep. Um, we already talked about a defensive grouping. I would say if the only way that you do any kind of upgrade and you eat into some of that remaining cap would be to, to reach out to Gardner, what... Okay, then you have to get rid of somebody with a semi-equal contract, I, and the only one is. I don't want to get rid of Severson. I'd, I'd be willing to get rid of Votnin because yes. of the similarities in it. But on the other end of it, and it's because I own the jersey, it's I want to see how Sammy Votnin and P.K. Subban work together as a defensive pairing. Yeah, I don't think they'll be paired together. So who, who would you flip, though? I mean, I know I think we've, we've had this conversation in the past, but... I, I, th- I mean... It's tough because they're all offensive and they're all risk takers except for Andy Green. And Andy Green can't be a top pairing. So maybe you're right. Maybe it is Sammy Votten and, and P.K. Subban. And you just see how, how it works. I mean, I, you know what? If you look at your six defensemen, I, I like the six defensemen. I really do. I mean, it's better than what we had coming into last year. But then what? Okay. Somebody, I trade. Some, somebody gets hurt. Are, are you trusting? Are you trusting guys? Are you? Right, if somebody in the top four get hurt, are you trusting a green 
and a Mueller Carrick to fill in the roles that are vacated because you're yes. moving people up? You yeah. are? I let's say let's say Votnin gets hurt. I move probably I'll be honest with you, you know, from what everybody says about Smith, I move Smith and put Smith and PK together. Mm-hmm. Fine. Then you then your third pairing of of a of, of a, Green a Mueller, and Carrick, a Mueller and depending Carrick, on fine. what you're playing. I don't see, I don't see Ty Smith playing a lot against big teams. So like when we play, it's like uh, the butcher effect where it's like let just because I mean he's not exactly the biggest guy. Mm-hmm. So like when we're playing big, like a St. Louis or a uh, shit, I don't know, like Tampa. I could see Carrick being in that lineup. So, the, I mean, all right. Team as is plus Zaka on an X amount deal. Are you happy with this team? Yeah. I mean, again, I like. I think I said this the last time we were on. There are We have a lot of question marks. For placement. No, no, no. Just in general. Are we going to get Taylor Hall two years ago or are we going to get Taylor Hall, who's thinking about leaving. Are we going to get uh, Jack Hughes, the number one prospect, with unlimited potential? Or are we going to get Jack Hughes, number one prospect, prospect overwhelmed? Are we going to get... Hollywood. A, right. Are we going to get a, uh, the goose? Are we going to get the gander? Right, yeah. <laughs> waka, waka. Or are we going to get, you know... Are we going to get the leading KHL score of all time, or are we going to get? I'd like to apologize for Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah, it's the, our defense. Like, yes, our defense is better on paper, but is it better in game situation? Because we have our top four defensemen are all risk takers. Now, do you think after all of this that's happened with PK Subban, right? This is just a. This is probably good for a, a crease-to-crease preseason, preseason guide for when the season starts. But do you think P.K. Subban learns anything from being traded on two different teams about all this chatter and talk about his flamboyancy? Where Absolutely not. Where now he just comes to the Devils and it's like, okay, from from getting to the arena until when I leave the arena, it's fast forward on hockey. Outside of that is when I uh, showboat. If, if it does happen... It'll be at the end of his contract. Because think about it. Montreal is a stuffy old white person network. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the old school where, yes, he's black, but they're, they're probably looking at it as he's being too showy for Montreal. Yep. Okay. He went to Nashville, and I don't want to say he put them on the map because they were a good team, but he made them the team to watch. And I think if I'm the devil's owners and Ray Shiro, I go, there's so much to watch and see in New York. We have to stand out. Uh-uh. You say New York during his press conferences. Like, well, everybody says New York, New York, New York. I play in New Jersey. Right. And I swear to God, when I read that and I heard it, I was like, dude, that is so not Jersey. <laughs> right. it's, it's not New Jersey, dude. You just cop, cop the new off. <laughs> Like, right, learn the language, Jersey. <laughs> but what I mean is, like, it, it's not just about New York and and New Jersey. I mean, yesterday I went to go see Queen in Madison Square Garden. I was 
in the city in 10 minutes and back home, you know, a half hour after the concert because I can do that. I can go to Belmont or Monmouth or whatever. There's so much to do in this area that isn't hockey related. The Devils need to do something that makes them stand out not only against the Rangers, but against the Giants, the Jets, the Nets, the Mets, the Yankees, the Red Bulls, Broadway. Holy shit, look at you. You went all over the sports map and then some. Because we live, it's not like Nashville where there's the Titans. The Predators. The Predators. The Opry. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Montreal, he couldn't. He couldn't be the spotlight because Montreal is the light. Gotcha. New Jersey, he can be the light. The light. <laughs> Ironically, <laughs> he could be the light that our team has never had. He could be the lightning rod that mm. our team has never had. If the next three years pans out relatively well, do you extend him? Not for like you know. Obviously, he's going to look and whatever. Listen, that he's not going to be looking for a huge thing. If it's if it's a relatively good two to three year deal, sans this not one, nine million dollars. I don't know. So the, the price tag has to go down, obviously, just because of age and wear and tear. But do you extend him if everything goes relatively well? If we go on a long playoff run mm-hmm. while he's here, I think we do. Okay. Because again, we we really didn't give up anything for him. Somebody put out a thing, and I don't have it up right now, but Ray Shiro's offseason was this, right? More skill. P.K. Subban, Gusev, um, who else? Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons. Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes, and all of this for like two-thirds, a fourth, a fifth, seventh, like for nothing. Right, for picks that originally weren't even ours. A lot of them. For nothing. And and the other part, the other end of that statement is we still have salary cap. Yep. For, we still for have Hall. money. It's insane. GM of the off season, Ratio. I'm sorry that, and he, it's not because I'm a Devils fan. He did the most with he, everything. I would agree with you, but it's going to be a competition again with across the river. But look at look at across the river. Okay, they had a s- super off season. Truba, Kako. Um, Everyone else that they've signed. Panarin. Right? Panarin. They're four mil over the cap already. Yep. They had a, and we'll talk about it next in the news. They had a dump Shattenkirk. And that fucking hit? Sure, it's easy this year. Next mil is six mil against the cap. Yep. They fucked up already. They went back to the 90s Rangers in like a snap of the finger. Yeah. They're, they're going to have a tough time. And I guess we can move into NHL news. Yeah. We'll start with that one. The Rangers brought out. Uh, Kevin Shattenkirk, Shattenkirk. Uh, who then waited three days <laughs> to go and sign with Tampa Bay, a one-year, $1.7 million. There was a thing that the Ducks offered him two two years, $3 million, whatever, and he said no. He went to Tampa, which is fine. Well, he said he, he's, he has a chip on his shoulder. The, approve a contract right now. And it's, you know, I didn't think, and he said, like, it, him being bought out came out of nowhere. I, I, I guess he just doesn't look at the internet at all, but uh, that it came out of nowhere and that he has a chip on his shoulder 
and it makes sense to go to Tampa Bay, not just because they're a fucking all-star team, but Tampa now is going to have a chip on its shoulder. True. Playing because everyone thinks they're the laughing stock of the league. I would not want to play Tampa Bay at all next year. Can we just skip these games? <laughs> Maybe. <coughs> the, uh, the one comment they made about that, Shattenkirk took all of two days, right, from becoming an unrestricted free agent to sign with somebody. Patrick Laine, Mitch Marner, um, Kyle Connor, Kyle Connor. You start just start naming them left and left and right and 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 on and on and on. They're still unsigned. Shattenkirk took two days. What the fuck? Braden Point. What the fuck? Yeah, and that does does that now hurt Braden Braden Point getting resigned because okay. you now put one point seven mil. Um, you know, apparently he doesn't want to play for anybody but Tampa Bay. Braden Point. Point. Oh, so he may take a hometown discount, potentially. Uh, who's the other guy that got the offer sheet? Montreal. Aho. Aho and Point have the same agent. Oh, and allegedly Sebastian Aho, in all intended purposes, never intended to play with Montreal. Literally used them just to get a contract Why not? signed. That, it, use the system to your advantage. Crazy. Craziness. Uh, Milan Lucic for... Uh, uh, Taylor Horton, no. Um, uh, <laughs> For uh, James uh, Neal. Uh, oh, we're going to hear it thunder and lightning. What? James Neal? Yeah, the real deal James Neal. Remember? He was he was huge in Vegas. And then last year, I scored more goals than he did. Sorry, God. I didn't know you were a big <laughs> James Neal fan. I don't know if you heard the thunder in the background. Uh, this deal, and it, it, it's Mix. got, it, it also has like loopholes in it that if, I think it's like if James Neal scores a goal, <laughs> no, like 10 more goals or 18 more goals than Lucic right. that like Edmonton pays or Calgary play. Like it's like one of those like it's the salary right now is you pay his, I pay mine. But if either of them score goals more than the other, the other team picks up like a portion of their contracts. It's like choose your own adventure for hockey yeah. contracts. Turn to page seven to find out how much you no, pay yeah. for him after does game Jill, 15. Does Jill go to the well or does she wait for Jack to come down? Uh, Neil. <laughs> Joe came down with 250. 250. Oh, you can't see me doing the uh, arm around my head cigarette. Uh, Neil Ponick, former Ranger defenseman who is now at Winnipeg, signs a two-year, $6 million deal. Uh, this was before our boy uh, Butcher. Will mm -hmm. Butcher signed. I said this would be important because they are very comparable kind of players. Um, you and, and you essentially got a comparable contract. Right, and I said he essentially got the same contract. Butcher got a little bit more, but that's all. Uh, Ron Francis former GM of the Carolina Hurricanes, is now the GM for your Seattle blank NHLers. and blanks. <laughs> your what? Blank and blanks. Blank and blanks? Go with the Totens. I think they're going to go with the Kraken. Sure, why not? What the fuck? Who cares? Go with the, And go with the Seattle Supersonic colors, too, with the green and all that shit. No. And by the way, where did Rob Francis sign? Rob <laughs> Francis? I don't know. <laughs> did you, you tweeted out on our account, Rob Francis. Way to give us credibility. <laughs> but like I said, who had Rob Francis on their GM list? Yeah. Hello. It's, Rob, it's Ron's twin brother. <laughs> Doppelganger. 
Uh, the Rangers have signed their big trade from the season. Jacob Truba, seven-year, $56 million. So $8 million a year, which in New York means he's really getting about Two and a half. three and a half million a year. <laughs> Welcome to New York, pal, where you wanted to play. Well, he also wanted to play, and I, I don't know if we talked about the story last time because it was a month ago. Uh, the reason he wanted out of Winnipeg is his girlfriend slash fiance slash wife. I don't know which one it is. Significant other. Sure. Uh, she is currently in med school. <laughs> and he said the best place for her to have the opportunity to continue her career would be in, um, New York, in a metropolitan in a, area. In a here. metropolitan area. Very nice. And that he wanted to think about their lives after he's done playing hockey and wanted her to have a fruitful career as much as his career is. Dude, you just signed a fucking $56 million contract. Like what career do you really, does she really need? That's like saying, Oh, I won the lottery, but I'm still going to go to work. Hey, I'll do it. I don't know for how long, but I'll still do it. I, the only reason I would continue working because you'd be bored as fuck at home? No, I'd find things to do. Um, is the medical insurance. <laughs> You're not paying for I it? I want yet. the state to pay for my medical insurance <laughs> till I die. Uh, Vasily Vasilevsky. Uh, he resigns an eight-year extension with the Tampa Bay Lightning for seven points, or $76 million. With what money? Um, oh, well, this, 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 doesn't kick, this doesn't kick in until, until later next year, this time next year. Sure. Uh, it's an annual AAV of $9.5 million. Uh, Boy, I tell you, goalies in Florida are making some fucking bank. Vasilevsky and, and Bob Roski. Yeah. And with their no income tax, they're walking away with, I want to say 9.5. So you have to pay your lawyer and taxes. They're probably walking away with about seven million a year. I'd love some. Yeah, I'd also love some of this next person's contract too that he no, signed. No, you're so stupid. Oh, his <clears throat> contract. I thought. You'd, um, well, first we have to talk about how Paul Fenton, the <laughs> GM of Minnesota, was fired after one year, um, which is super super rare. Everything has come out that I've heard about it. Uh, I was listening on my way here to Mike Russo, who is the writer for the Minnesota Wild, he basically said that the culture in Minnesota was horrible. That the GM and the owner, Craig Leopold, don't really get along. That before the GM, before Fenton uh, left, he signed a bunch of people to, con not players, like office people, right. to a bunch of contracts. <clears throat> So that Fenton couldn't come in and be like, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. Leopold's like, I'm not paying dead contracts. So you got to work with what's here. Oh, well, okay. I mean, that makes sense. But right. But if you're a guy, like you're a GM, you want to bring in like Ray brought in his guys. True. Um, so other word is that Parisi came out and went to Leopold and was like, I want you to trade me. That I'm not happy in Minnesota. Okay, the Zach Parisi we know, right? Wow. Right? But I want to go home and, and hey, play look. in my home. Okay, 
that's fine. You I don't home. blame the guy for you, taking the money and running. You went home and you played. The 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 real thing was, I want to be near my dad, which is fine. Well, I wish I still had my dad here. Not a sob story, but I wish I did. Now that he's gone, what really does Parisi have, right? A lot of money. <clears throat> right, a lot of money, but it's one of those, okay, fine, you know what? D- Dad's gone. Let's focus on hockey. I look at my hockey team because now, now that my vision is cleared for, for past all that family stuff, yeah, my team's not very good and hasn't been good and has gone through, what, three coaches in the time that he's been there? Now it's gone through, what, three GMs? Yeah. Oh, hey, you know, good thing you wanted to leave New Jersey. I don't feel bad for you. I'm sorry. He's 36 years old, and he's making like $7 million a year. How Who's many taking more, him? How many more years? He's got he like four more years. Nobody's taking him. And that's going to be the problem with Minnesota. Him and Suter's contract. Miko Koivu's old. They're, they're the central version of, of, the the LA King, the, of the LA Kings. Where they had their window. LA won in their window. But now they signed all of those guys that won them the cup. And now you're and paying now, for it. Right. Their loyalty has, uh, but hey, you know what? The signing at that time, right? To get Parisi, to get Suter, you got a good top six, you know, uh, winger, right? You got a top four defenseman, right? That it's a good move to pu- push your team right. forward. But the even back problem. then, everybody said in 2013, yeah, this is a great deal now. now. Yes, <laughs> and then at the back end of it, what's going to happen? And what happens seven years from now in 2019 when you're mm-hmm. going? Zach Parisi's injured, and Ryan Suter, while he's still a decent defenseman, he's still a top-four defenseman, he's not a number-one defenseman. Now, with Parisi's injuries and stuff, what was he injured with last year? Was it the same back issues yeah. and stuff that he was having? So I was going to say, if it wasn't back, like, would he, if he stayed here, you know, it's one of those. Would oh, he, you could would say he the same thing with Clarkson. Like, would Clarkson still be playing if he were here? Man got traded back to Toronto, man. He's got he's got that, what, one year left? <laughs> yeah. He's going to play his ass off for the – oh, wait. That's right. He's on long-term injured reserve. Still gets paid. And he coaches some, like, high school, high school team, team in Ohio. Congratulations. Good for you. Game. He's the highest-paid high school coach. Our <laughs> uh, New York Rangers there, they signed Pavel Buchnevich for a two-year, $6.5 million deal. The Rangers are now – well, I don't know if they're still $4.5 million. After – yeah, but still. After Shattenkirk's buyout, but they still have to sign two guys, Lemieux and... I think it's like, like the last name starts with like a B or something like that. It was like Brandon something, but Lemieux's one of them. No, it's Brandon Lemieux. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. But. And somebody else, but they're going to be over. All right, so moving you, on. You got to trade um, Kreider to, yeah. get, to get your caps. You, 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 have two ch- you have a chance to trade two guys. Chris Kreider, and um, who's that guy in gold? That that yeah, scrub? they're not trading him. Yeah, they're not trading him. He's <laughs> not going anywhere. Imagine if he asks for it. He won't ask for it. So if he was smart, he would. Some of our no, he won't. He won't. He likes New York. It's going to go down the Dan Marino. <laughs> Puck out, <laughs> Henrik. Um. Remaining UFAs that are not signed, and again, this was, I wrote this, and it's still true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe, we'll, we'll start with Joey Thornton. Joe Thornton, he probably is going to sign a one-year deal with San Jose. I can't see him going anywhere else. 
I think the, these kind of signings, like a Joe Thornton, is essentially one of those. The team's Loyalty. just wait. No, the team's just waiting. It's one of those. You know what? Your deal will come like right before you take your right before the doctor puts his, puts his hand on your nuts. Just sign the contract. We'll get you in. You just don't worry about it. Have fun this summer. Patrick uh, Marlowe. Patrick Marlowe was traded from Toronto to Carolina, who then bought him bought out. Him out. Um, I think he will sign somewhere in California. It's probably not going to be the Sharks. I could see Anaheim going after him. But at this point in Marlowe's career, is it more of a he's going to teach the kids kind of thing? Or is he's still good. He could still skate for a guy his age. If I mean, if we didn't have the goose, uh, if you told me we could get Patrick Marlowe one year on a cheap, yeah. At four million dollars that we pay, we're paying, I would have I would have been fine with that. You know, you give those younger guys. I mean, Marlowe's been playing since what the nineties, and even the kids the kids in Toronto are saying, you know, good yeah. luck, pop. You know, yeah, like it's, it's, so it's he. It can't hurt. I mean, it couldn't hurt us if you signed him to a one year deal at two and a half million, and then you trade him at the deadline if we suck for pieces. Yeah, uh, Justin Williams. Oh, you I'm sorry, Pat Patrick Maroon. Maroon. Yeah, he had a great playoff. He had a season. <laughs> uh, amazing locker room guy. He'll probably have to wait until late in the summer, maybe even camp. Somebody and, gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Or he takes a PTO. But he strikes me as a guy that's like, I made enough money. I could. I won my cup. I'm just going to take my, ride my horse into the sunset. Take his horse down the old town road. Yeah, is that gonna, a song? Gonna ride to Can't No Mo. Yeah, you're talking to the wrong guy. Again, I went to see Queen last night. I'm not going to see Billy Ray Cyrus with you when some rapper guy. I don't know. I still don't understand what's wrong with that song. I like it. It's cool. Is sure. it because the rapper's gay or something? I don't know. Is he? I don't I, know. I, I, I thought I, Again, I went and saw Queen last night. You don't get How? gayer than Adam Lambert. <laughs> that's that's what we're doing for next show. Let's, <laughs> okay, let's move on. Uh Justin Williams, he's either going to re-sign with the Canes or retire. He's had a good career. He's got a couple of cups in his pocket, Mr. Game 7. Derek Broussard is a shocker to me because if there's a team looking for a second-slash-third-line center, um, he's probably going to take a one-year, low-money, show-me kind of contract. I could see the aisles going for him. Lou's got to do something. He has to. I mean, he swung big and missed terribly. Yep. On, on and on. Um, oh God, Panarin. Um, Panarin. Okay. And I honestly think he dicked around with Lerner way too much, considering everything he. Everything. Leonard, yeah, Robin Leonard. I I just that's gonna haunt him. That is gonna haunt he him. Did, yeah, but he did the same thing with us and the Devils. Like he sat around for so long huh. with Niedermeyer and Rafalski, and then it was like. Well, I'm going to go sign to go home or play with my brother. And then he, he kind of was like, well, I'll offer you more money. Like, well, no, it's too late. Like, you, you, if you offered me that money from the get-go, I wouldn't even have thought about going home. Well, well you know what? Isles, good luck. Uh, Jake Gardner, kind of shocking he hasn't signed yet with anybody. Could be waiting. I mean, he could have a handshake deal with Toronto. Somebody mentioned that he that he has a handshake deal. Obviously, you know anonymous reports or anonymous sources. 
there's a handshake, didn't name a team, didn't name term, like nothing. It was just when he he most likely has one waiting for situations to play out and all this other kind of stuff. Right. Or his asking price is just way too much. Like, I'm not paying Jake Gardner. Like, I've never played in, I've never watched a Toronto game and went, we got to watch out for Jake Gardner. <laughs> He's not that kind of guy. Like, if you, like, like San Jose, if you were like, we got to watch out for Brett Burns or Eric Carlson, makes sense. But like, to pay Jake Gardner the, $2 million less or a $1 million less than Brett Burns? No, thanks. If we didn't have PK, would you? No. Okay. No. He doesn't... He doesn't... bring anything... tangible other than... playing defense. You know, like... PK is a lightning rod on and off of the ice, which I, I don't agree with, but I understand. He also is a big point you know he can score goals he can and what he can hit can you can you imagine right and not to go off topic just because i'm still giddy about it with our devils right we're watching a game or whatever jack hughes scores a goal pk scores a goal Corey gets a shutout whatever news that like hall signing his deal this weekend can you imagine what that fucking arena is going to feel like and sound like it's going to sound like 2012 that Yay. first, that first game. Oh, oh my! Are you, that first game. Did you get your ticket? No. Oh, I'll, I'll figure it out. Better. That that first game. <laughs> Tracy, Rob, is gonna t- is t- gonna t- have that ele- yeah is gonna have that electricity yeah that we had with Nico. Right, and then what's gonna happen game two? <laughs> no, the problem is what's gonna happen game thirteen against Calgary on a Tuesday. I'll be there. That's that's when you go. W- where where did yeah. all those people from game one, two, or three come? Yeah. Oh, those are going to be the same people that show up in May if we make the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. You're going to turn to your right and go, I remember you from like game two. Yeah. Go, yeah, I got, I got my two playoff series. Like, go fucking sit somewhere else. Like, I'm sure people said that about me when I had my season tickets, and I'd be like, it's a Friday, I can't go to this game, can't go to this game. Oh, it's raining, I'm not going to this game. As as high level season ticket holders, we can afford to miss this the inclement weather games because we're just so hoity toity. Yeah, we have tenure. Thomas Vanek is the last one. I mean, he had decent numbers on a de- bad bad Detroit team. He'll sign a one year deal and then get traded at the deadline. Hey, let him go back to Buffalo and let them trade him at the deadline. Yeah, they don't. Everybody want wants to go to Buffalo. No, they don't. Hey, Marcus Johansson went to Buffalo. I could see him going to Ottawa for a one year. Just to get that hockey experience in Canada. Oh, yeah, everybody <laughs> wants to get. No, he had it. He played in Montreal. No. Um, and as far as the Marner and the rest of the RFAs, nothing's happening. Everybody is in standby mode, he, waiting to see what Marner is going to do. He wants a three-year bridge deal for like eleven a season. Yeah, go fuck yourself. A, br- a bridge deal. Sure. Do you think that you're going to play for three years at eleven million, and then some team is going to instantly go? I'm going to pay you $15 million next Yeah, for year. the next eight. Really? No. I mean, you're good, kid. Don't don't sell yourself. But if you turned around and you said, I want a two-year, $9.5 million deal, meaning per, not total, mm-hmm. you might catch some fish. But asking for $11 million. On a bridge. When the last time. Uh, if uh, I'm paying you that much. I'm paying you for seven years. But, okay, so do you think Patrick Line is sitting there going, come on, Mitch, 
I or, think they're all. They all are. Somebody needs to break glass and take out that fire hose. Stone and just, cold. Um, I, I just, I somebody has to do something because I, I can't see. Is the guy Miko Ratnan, right? He's that, on that list. Okay, there. I, I can't see a Miko Ratnan and a Patrick Line just sitting there going, you know, <laughs> training camp starts in a couple of weeks. Like, yeah, but if you're their agent, you want to turn around and go. You you have to be you have to wait you have to because if Mitch Marner gets twelve million dollars a year we can turn around now and go you're worth look at the stats you're worth at least nine and a half or ten million dollars because look at the stats we're very comparative we're gonna take a discount at nine million after what he just signed for does Winnipeg have nine to give no. Do we have nine to give? We don't have Not the anymore. picks. We don't have the picks to give either. <laughs> so, well, we have fours. Yeah, it, it's it's strange how one guy and one team two years in a row holds up players' things just because of one guy's being a stubborn little brat. I, I I'm now I'm now off that Marner boat. I wouldn't be if we offered him two years and nine and a half million. But he's a brat. Big deal. Big deal. They're all brats. They play fucking hockey for a living. True. They're middle class white boys. Middle class white boys. See, normally right here I'd play a little commercial, but I don't know if we should promote something here anyway. Well, you could always put it in in editing. Of course. On to some wrestling news. Wrestling. Before we started recording, I mentioned something. So if Bubba Ray Dudley from Busted Open Radio ever listens to this show, I want to say I want this podcast to go in that direction that you do on Busted Open Radio. I like the way that a professional wrestler takes himself out of professional wrestling, can talk a fucking hell of a good game, and be a talk radio guy about professional wrestling. Yeah. It, it is. Taz is like that, too. Taz kind of takes that step back and... But at the same time, explains things on where maybe booking mm-hmm. and everything go, like you, why they did this. Like you, you tear down a fourth wall. I, but I, I have to say, I love that kind of stuff. It's just as a wrestling fan, right? I can sit here and go, I love wrestling. I loved watching in the '80s. Now that I'm in my 40s, I want to look back and I go, Well, how did that happen? Like. I'm I'm not the little, you know, I have a Hulk Hogan teddy bear now. I'm going to be wrestling with a Macho Man teddy bear anymore. It's more of like I want to know the business side of it. I want to know how this shit works. How I want to see how you 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 Venn diagram or whatever this storyline the way that you do. It's like you obviously you mature with age. I want to mature with a product I loved. Well, you know, not Vince McMahon. Well. But perhaps he's getting there. He is. Right? Uh, you are more of a proponent of watching the Raw and SmackDown product than I have been, um, but you attain to it being on an uptick. It is on an uptick. It it, it is getting marginally better. You, I I want to see post SummerSlam what they do. Do you think it's because they're trying or they're injecting a little bit of edge into a product? Or do you think that was just like naturally like? I think that they're they're adding more story. Okay. 
which is and important. backstory to things r- outside of the ring, other than just I come down to the ring, I'm gonna cut my promo, and then I'm gonna get interrupted, and now I'm gonna have a feud with this guy till the next pay per view. You know it. It, it's getting better. It, it kind of started with that Raw reunion show. Which th- there were screenshots of when Hulk Hogan came out and he was talking about stuff. And I think it was Mark Henry or Booker T had that look of like, you, the fuck you fucking disgust me. Well, ironically, <laughs> they cut some good promos. Samoa Joe and, and Sami Zayn came out. Not during when all the legends came out, but basically, like, they showed them either backstage or in the ring, and it's like, you're taking up my airtime, like, calling them out. And it wasn't just, like, a cheesy kind of wrestling thing. It's kind of been the the running uh, kind of heartbeat in the the last couple of promos. Joe, uh, Samoan Joe, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens... Dolph Ziggler, where they're coming out and basically like we're wasting too much time on what was instead of what is that we're going back and we're sitting there and we're letting Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold and all these guys come back, taking airtime, taking match times. I mean, uh, Kevin Owens gave one. He's like, there's great wrestlers that aren't being used right now because we have to watch Shane McMahon come out and cut a promo. And I think on that half, everybody's screaming or referencing, they're letting him be Stone Cold. Stone Cold even said, listen, it's Kevin Owens. Let him be Kevin Owens. Right. Take my name out of it. Well, which what, is, and I have written here that Owens is going full Austin style, and they're letting him do unscripted promos. Like, they're giving him talking points and letting him go out and just get, here, you're pissed off at management. Go. Wait. He can do it. Right. There's, I'm sure there's many. A lot of them can do it. You can't give it to, to um, what do you call it? You can't give it to R-Truth and let him do something like that. No, man. but that's why he's a clown. But even that 24-7 title has gotten... Clownish. Clownish, but in a storyline level. I don't, I don't know if you've been paying attention. I've, I've seen... With the Mike uh, Canales and his wife. I, I heard that she was pregnant. Right. And then he pinned her. In the OBGN. <laughs> and then he came out into like the waiting room, which you could easily tell was somewhere backstage. He just put up fucking curtains. That he comes out and there's R Truth dressed like an old lady sitting there with a magazine. And then he pins him. Okay. But it's only going back between those two guys. And um, who's that uh, who's that guy from um it was the guy from TNA. Oh, Drake. But, yeah. Drake Mapper. Yeah. So I get you know what? It's entertaining, but there's that there's that storyline. There's a continual storyline. But the problem is, is you're still like Kevin Owens said, you're still leaving so many wrestlers without anything. Like I get it. You know, I, I bring up like EC3. You're leaving like tons of guys that are sitting there. Like there, yeah. There's there's a guys like an EC3 and and Bobby Roode, and and you're just leaving them. There are reasons, and it's not just because of tenure, age, or whatever. There are reasons that they made it to the top level of other organizations. Organ- they, they meaning TNA, made Bobby Roode, when he was a tag team champ over there called Beer Money, which I swear to God they should get James Storm in there and fucking reform Beer Money. I would love that. Fuck it. Let Stone Cold manage him. I don't care. Um, 
and EC3 got to a point, not because of there wasn't any talent, but just because he built himself up to be a champ there. Right. Right. He was a, a good heel. Um, AJ Styles is probably finally getting his due. Nakamura finally getting his due. Samoa Joe should be getting his he due. Is. He's getting a push. So it's... <sighs> well, going on the rest of the reunion show, mm-hmm. Stone Cold gave a great speech. Uh, Alon- What's her name? Alondra Blaze. Alundra Blaze, yes. Yeah, the famous uh, where she took the women's title and then showed up on WCW and dropped threw, it. Threw it in the trash, yeah. And, well, she won the 24-7 title. How? That, a bunch of people. Pat Patterson had it for a bit. Gerald Briscoe had it. I thought I read somewhere that Pat Patterson wasn't necessarily pinned. It was like a bot, like a stunt double got pinned. Yeah, that because he, he oh, well, they, showed, they didn't show him getting pinned. Like you heard him getting pinned? Yeah. <laughs> Look... The storyline's funny, okay, and it's it's being well written, right? Right. <sighs> okay, and you have, look. I get the million dollar man Teddy Biasi's gimmick of coming out and buying the belt. Buying, but I, can you stop with the gimmick though? Like, let him be a manager or something, and just look. That's like in the past. Let him like manage Virgil or something. Just stop. Stop being a one trick pony. No. That's everybody. That's every fucking wrestler from the eighties and early nineties is a one trick pony. All right, brother, say your prayers, take your vitamins. You want to talk about one trick ponies? <laughs> yeah, okay. And that pony was yellow and red. Yeah, and sometimes black and white. And then the other one sometimes raises an eyebrow, and then the other one yeah, drinks but... beer, and then the other one won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Like three out of those four can actually wrestle, though. Other news. <laughs> uh, the Bullet Club, or now was once called The Club, is now called The OC, what which the? I guess is supposed to be the Orange original, County? The original club, or whatever it is. Um, AJ Styles, Gallows, and Anderson together. Um, now all three of them have a belt. Tag team champs and. Tag team champs, and he is the U.S. title. They ruined it at the reunion show because they had them come into the ring and they're like, we run this stuff now. Then DX comes out. Then the NWO comes out. And they all kind of were like, well, you're the original clubs. Let's talk about how we're. And if they had any brains, they would have brought the fucking four horsemen out to help the OC. Yeah, but Art Arn Anderson isn't there yeah, anymore. Not there, but Flair would. Well, Flair could have came Flair out and fucking did there. it all by himself. Right. And I'm sure they had Ricky Steamboat. No, Steamboat wasn't a thing. Um, and what do you call it? Um, Blanchard's a agent in AW, AEW, so that's a no. But like, I, I, they ruined the momentum that they were building. That these guys are badasses, and then they get scared off by a bunch of old guys. It, oh, they they ran away from it. Yeah. Well, you know what they could have done, and not to had have the any club kind of match. knock them all out. Or you have the club in a corner. You got the NWO in a corner. You got DX in a corner. You have who? You have Ric Flair in a corner. It's a fucking stare down. Like you, you want to fucking talk about stables? Yep. Let's talk about state and just you have that moment of nobody talking and the fans just fucking chanting whatever chants going around. You leave that for like five minutes or whatever on TV and then you fade to commercial. Fuck yeah, I would have dug that. Because there's no way you can put the OC, the club, whatever you want to name them, in that kind of position to fight any of them because they're all old. Right. But then on the other side, you could have them fight those guys because they're old. And because and they're then heels. you have them come out the next Monday and been like, 
see. Yeah. We took the best on of all time and took them out. Okay, I agree. See, we should be writers. Part-time writers. Uh, Bray Wyatt came out, finally. And that had to be. And Mick Foley wasn't, um, allegedly, wasn't cleared to literally wrestle. Because he's, like, he's under, like, concussion protocol. And that's why they had to, they, I guess they flashed it with Bray oh, Wyatt they there. They do it. They do. That's his thing now. And the light went out. And all the lights. Like, you hear, <laughs> like, all the lights turning off. And then you hear, like, this kind of uh, maniacal laugh. Yeah. And then, like, the, you see flashes of light. And then whoever Bray Wyatt's doing it to, I know he's got a, a match with Finn Balor this week at SummerSlam. <sighs> but they have the lights flashing, and then the, the lights focus in on his mask. His mask is pretty yeah, fucking it, it badass. Is, it is. If he can wrestle with that mask on. Has he taken it off yet? No. If he can wrestle with that mask on, are they calling him Bray Wyatt though? Like, like they're calling him some sort of weird name, but they're, they're referring like it's Bray Wyatt, the blah blah blah, like an alter ego kind of right. thing. Right. Okay. But Mick Foley wasn't. He was supposed to take a bump, from what I read. During. Oh, the I thing. mean, they just gave him the mandible claw. So I mean, you put the hand in his mouth, you put your hand on his back, and, and you, you just, just lay him down. Him. Yeah. So that's. But it, it's definitely it's more PG thirteen. There's cursing, or at least lip-reading cursing. Um, there's edger material with, you know, Maria Canales, you know, talking about, oh, you know, I'm pregnant, and then doing the OBGN. Why, uh, this last couple of weeks, the Roman Reigns was attacked, you know, the old, somewhere backstage, something fell on him. And it was, some somebody decided to go clip by clip by clip by clip. And you know how they were saying, oh, it was a mechanical issue? Somebody found the still shot of that whole sequence of somebody who dressed in all black, like so that you wouldn't see it in the picture. Right. Pushing the shit over. And they, Who's the man in black? No. They're like, it's a mechanical issue. And somebody like oh, took no. a screenshot. You knew it wasn't going to be that way. It's supposed to be. Um, uh, Joe. No, it's supposed to be. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Good. Um, you, you speak of. Um, SummerSlam? No. Of, uh, sorry. Well, I wanted to run through the SummerSlam card real fast. Okay. Oh, because it's actually not too bad. Brock Lesnar won the title again. He cashed in his money at the bank at the last pay-per-view. Um, Is there any word on how long he's in for? He, I'll tell you what. Him and Seth Rollins have been putting on, not this past Monday, but the Monday before. He F5'd uh, Seth Rollins about four or five times on objects, steel chairs, and a stretcher. And for the first time in a couple of years, I turned around and went, he might be really fucking hurt. Because, like, I don't, and I think I said it to you last week on our other show. I said, I don't know if Seth Rollins is fast enough that when he was twirled and heading towards the mat. To brace to, himself. To brace himself. Because it looked like, I, if you watch the, the replay, and I'm sure you could see it on YouTube. If you watch the replay of him going on the stretcher. The stretcher was on its side. It wasn't like he fell on the matted part. And you go, he landed on that fucking chest or ribs. And even if he got his arm underneath him, all of his body weight landing on his arm. Again, I know wrestling is fake. But if you're listening to this podcast, you really don't give two fucks anyway. But it it seemed like he was hurt, hurt. And that's not good. No, but it's 
it's good in the realistic sense that they're selling the angle yes. that he's showing up this Sunday against Brock Lesnar. Hurt. Hurt. But if he really is hurt and the plan was to give him the title back. They'll still give him the title. It's fine. And then the next day they'll just do, you know, I'm hurt. I can't handle the tournament, you know, and then mm. they give someone else a chance. Uh, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton. That's really just a throwaway. Uh, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon. Owens says that if he does not win, he will quit. Okay. Look, if he just signed a new deal anyway, so he can't quit. And Vince isn't going to just say shut up and sit on the sidelines or whatever. And he's not going to AEW. Is he going to come back with an American flag mask? (laughs) The the dumbest. For a Canadian? The (laughs) dumbest thing for that ever is that they didn't put a fucking shirt on Hogan so it was the same man titties that he had. Yeah, I know. They, they didn't leave the mouthpiece covered so you saw this fucking Blonde dumb mustache. mustache yeah. <laughs> Who is that? I don't know, but he looks like Hulk Hogan. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Natalia, which should actually be a decent wrestling match. I want Natalia to win because it'll give it more umph. Yeah, and it's a, uh, what's it called? Submission match. Bailey versus Amber Moon. That's a bathroom match. Trish Stratus, because they're wrestling in, I believe, Montreal, mm-hmm. um, returns to wrestle Charlotte Flair. I don't think it's for the title. No, because she doesn't have the title anyway. Um, AJ Styles versus Ricochet. That'll be a good match. They've put on a good match the last two pay-per-views. The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler, but it is not. Dolph Ziggler is not wrestling The Miz. He is wrestling the man they call Goldberg. <laughs> Apparently Goldberg wants to have his. He didn't want his last match. Was let's be honest, it's this nor was his Super Show match going to be his last match, their last match. So he's going to wrestle Dolph Ziggler. I'm going to assume that this match is going to be Spear Jackhammer one two three done over. Goldberg walks away. And that's Isn't it. Isn't he already in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. I don't know why he's doing it. And then Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. The Fiend. That's what they're calling the him. The Fiend. Okay. It's okay. It's it's a decent card. I, I don't I mean, there's one or two holes in it. Obviously the Goldberg one is a huge hole for absolutely no reason. And unless unless it's one of those where during that match, right, let's just say Dolph Ziggler starts getting the up, upper hand on Goldberg. The Miz comes out and like low blows him, hits him with a chair or some shit like that, and then Goldberg wins. But then it makes Goldberg look weak, and he'll never go for that. Oh, that's true. Remember what Chris Jericho said. Don't make yeah, nothing's jokes. So just to go through real quick, uh, since the change in writing with Paul Heyman and, mm-hmm. and Eric Bischoff, it seems that there has been pushes to guys that really weren't getting it previously um for raw aj and the club or the oc they're getting a real push i mean if i'm anderson's and gal anderson and gallows i'm just happy i'm not losing to the fucking ascension every week um the street profits the nxt tag champions i think paul Heyman likes them awesome like they are i will tell you now i don't know their names individually but there's a skinny one and there's a big one one looks like uh the guy from the ufc with the mohawk he was in the a-team movie no i don't know oh um like uh rampage jackson that's it one looks like rampage jackson Mm -hmm. the other looks like a young eddie murphy 
Okay, so again, this is like a retread of um, Money... Uh, uh, crime Time. Crime Time. I'll tell you what. This is a the, Ty- Titus O'Neil and what's his name? No, uh, the gay guy. Yeah. It's, so it's like a retread. I'll tell you what. No, they're good. Then that's fine. They haven't even wrestled a match, and they're not going to. That's what I read, that they're, they're just there to get the crowd, to get to know them backstage, joking with everybody. The skinny guy that looks like Eddie Murphy is going to be a fucking star. Mark my words on it. He's got the look. He's got the charisma. Think of the nation. When you watch the nation of domination and you went, not D'Lo, not Mark Henry, not Ron Simmons. That guy, the guy who's sitting there with his arms crossed, rolling his eyes like this is fucking stupid. That's the vibe I'm getting. So the second generation of a rock. I, I, I and hope what, so. what's funny with them is when they appear on screen, the crowd goes nuts. And like the first couple of times, the skinnier guy like finally. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You know, like they, they, they know they're poking fun at the things that people would laugh at, wrestling fans would laugh at. Okay. So they're being essentially, so like you said for Kevin Owens, they have bullet points. They have talking points. Yes. They don't have a script. Right. Uh, Ricochet is really good too. As a wrestler? Yeah. He's, well, he, he's, he's flexible. He's good. Dude flies. He's almost like, um, shit, who is that 305 Live guy? That just up and fucking quit because he, he was supposed to lose the belt or something like that. Oh, yeah. The one that's now in uh, AEW. Neville. Neville. Or something. Whatever. Yeah. It, it sounds like Pac, he, right? That's his name. And Pac, his, whatever. Pac, whatever. Yeah. But he kind of he has that sound. Like it's like it's a second coming of that kind of person. Where he's, like, he's Ricochet reminds me of a Jeff Hardy with better mic skills. Like he can wrestle a, a hard match against... Drew McIntyre against a big guy, and he can wrestle a, you know, a tactician match with an AJ Styles, and they they've had some really really like, then and I, it's not just a spot fest. Then I hope it's going to work because the, the wrestling needs another like hitman. It needs another like yeah. perfect. It needs it needs a guy like that that can spark the thing. You need like three levels of it. You need a superstar and and then like a two tiered mid card kind of thing to just keep everybody going. And you know everybody who's coming out with that first match is going to be whatever. Here's your match. Have fun. Yep. But you need guys like that to excite that crowd. Uh, R-Truth we talked about and Drake Maverick and Mike Canales and those guys. I always thought that R-Truth had something, even when he was in TNA. No, he, he has the wrestling skill. It's just that Vince McMahon threw him this stupid fucking gimmick. And he threw him a stupid gimmick from the get-go. He was K-Quick. They tried to make him Billy Gunn in, that, in him and Road Dogg when they first came out. No. They also tried to make him fucking John Cena when he first started too with the with the rap gimmick. Oh yeah. But And the revival is getting so are the Usos. Um yeah, Kevin Owens is wait, getting a huge push, so the, is Samoa Joe. The the revival the, I mean, you mentioned the Usos when they're not getting arrested for drunk driving and well, going. Also a funny skit in didn't uh, Cena mention something? Cena yeah. came out and was uh, like, you know, they're like, oh, I remember what you. And he goes, oh, you look like a lot like that guy in the mug shots. Kind oh. of jokes. Ah. He goes, you look a lot like your mug shots. And they all were like, oh, the, the whole crowd was like, and this was like two days after one of the Usos got arrested. Now, obviously, the camera's going to go right to the Usos. They did. They put the hand on the mouth and did the. 
All right, all right, all right, kinda. Now you got to think: Does John Cena go to Jay and Jimmy Uso and going, "Hey, can I or can I?" Like, uh, I think it's Vince going to the Usos and going, "You embarrassed me by getting arrested. I'm going to embarrass you in front of everybody." There's been two two things in recent things of of people get uh, Jeff Hardy and the Uso guy right getting in yeah. trouble with the law, and the statement from the WWE has always been the same. They are responsible for their own actions. Actions until they rape somebody or allegedly rape somebody, and then they fire them. Oh man! But just to come out with such a bland, pale statement like they're—that's up. Oh, well, their business. That's that's what they're going to do. Uh, Alistair Black has gotten a mild push. Lots of promos. He was hurt recently, right? Yeah. Like I think that's why him and um, um, Ricochet kind of that that whole thing split yeah. a little because he got hurt, right? Well, one. They also split because... The brand split? Alistair Black is dating the Aldea guy, manager. What's her name? Zelina. Oh, the woman? Yeah. Okay. And uh, he, uh, Aldea guy is dating Charlotte, Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. So they're, now they're like all four of them are on the same show. Sami Zayn's getting a minor push. Can, can I just say, social media fucking ruins wrestling now yeah. because of all the public relationships and stuff that they're having. I, it's like, uh, come on. Ru- I mean, it ruined wrestling back when the internet first started when somebody's like, I'm at SmackDown and here's a list of everybody who won and lost. Yeah, Because oh, I remember when it first, I, I first started re-watching wrestling and I'm like, man, I wonder if Cena's going to come out and one of my friends was like, it's not going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. It's like, how'd you know that? He's like, everything's Reddit. on the line. Yeah, Reddit. He goes, they taped this show on Monday. <laughs> when they were taped, yeah. And then five wrestlers who who seem to be MIA uh, have not seen EC3, Jinder Mahal, Ali, other than when they're chasing somebody who has the 24-7 title. Jinder, the, and Jinder. the last two, I really don't get why they've disappeared. You, you can easily take Rusev and Nakamura. Send them to AEW with John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, D- John Ambrose, um, John D- 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 Dean Moxley, whatever. Dean Moxley, <laughs> and instant, poof, like that. They just show up and instant credibility. And I don't, I don't understand why. I, Jinder Mahal is uh, injured. I think he had like knee surgery or double. But knee I mean, surgery. he was getting like up. Like he had the fucking title. He also had a fucking needle sticking out of his nipple. No, I know. <laughs> you go, you go back to the uh, the rap group that he had with Heath Slater, and he was like that fucking mic stand. Two years later, he's uh, Hulk Smash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing too. Is dude, get the zits off your chest. No, nah, I can't. I mean, I get it, steroids, but come on, come on, man. But that's our show. Yeah, that's your that's your reintroduction. Can't promise that we will be here uh, next week with hockey. No, but yeah, we think... will probably go another week or two, and then we'll 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 slowly start our preview of teams. We'll go. Th- well, maybe we'll go through five teams or or seven teams. Sure, eight teams because there's thirty one teams. So we'll go unless through. you want to unless you want to try to do Seattle. You no, know, I can't predict who their roster's going to be. <laughs> Um, that'll be an interesting show, though. Yeah, that'll be a, closer. That'll be an interesting show two years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy that you have. <laughs> Let's put it down on the calendar. <laughs> Why not? It's fun. 
It's fun to discuss things in the future. But yeah, we'll we'll go through. I'd say September first ish. We'll go through. We'll start doing eight teams of previews. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. We'll do it reverse alphabetical. <laughs> so it's that. So a. it's like A W. <laughs> A E W B. Yeah, come on. B. You, you can do it. I'm not go, drunk. Go I backwards. I, can you can you recite the encyclo- no. the alphabet sir, backwards? Sir. I couldn't do that sober. Sarah, can you just make me walk the line, please? I know. <laughs> let's let's. Have you been drinking? I haven't had a drink in hours. How many how many beers have you had? Two. I don't know, but both of you looked <laughs> lovely. Hi, sticks and super kicks podcast. Hsskpod.com player fm spotify google play whatever the version of itunes podcasting is podbean you can get us on facebook and twitter at hsskpod.com all that happy stuff um yeah so when hockey starts ramping up i don't know what our schedule is going to end up being during the season if we if we uh, we'll be a, yeah we'll figure it out i, I have a feeling we'll with our other show the side project our side project the side project that you uh, will, will not you 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 promote it on the DL <laughs> I do <laughs> and you say nothing else <laughs> you can look since let's break down the eighth wall I know you and I see how your your social media is one of it is like I'm fucking proud of this the other one's like like yeah, <laughs> here <laughs> here well, there's three of us in this relationship, so, you know, I'm just coming in as an implant. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, so hockey. Hockey's getting exciting for both a Devils fan and for a metropolitan area. Islanders, Flyers upgraded, Devils, Rangers, Pittsburgh. Hockey's going to be fun this year. I hope. Can't get worse than last year. And wrestling, as long as these... Two masterminds of wrestling promotions, okay? They're not there to reinvent the wheel. They're just made to make the wheel less squeaky. Yeah. Because it's fucking squeaky as shit now. They, it, that, that wheel was damn near not moving. <laughs> fucking WD-40 didn't work. Mm-hmm. It's looking good forward for us to talk about. We like the discussions. Get us at hsskpod at gmail.com or hsskpod.com on our comments. Uh, contact us section. Let us know what you want us to talk about in both aspects of it, and we will incorporate it into our show. It's true. We like the discussions. We like the funny stuffs. <sighs> Any uh, Anything else you'd like to, uh, to mention to the fine folks out there in the hockey and wrestling world? Tootles. <laughs>